It's time for All Hands on Tech. Climb on board as we explore all the amazing things happening in Nova Scotia's tech sector. Each episode, we'll chat with local experts to uncover the secrets of what makes Nova Scotia the best place for collaboration, innovation, and creativity. All Hands on Tech is proudly produced by Digital Nova Scotia, the industry association for Nova Scotia's growing tech sector. Welcome back to All Hands on Tech. I'm Ashley. And I'm Claire. Our guest today made the trek from beautiful Pictou County all the way to the Podstarter studio. So thank you for being here with us. Um, Braver Media is a virtual reality production company that creates immersive and interactive video content to help clients showcase their brand in fresh and amazing ways. Now, we have seen their work before, so we can attest to that. It's very impressive. Um, we're going to talk more about it. The team at Braver Media is driven by innovation and challenging their clients to be bolder, brighter, and, you guessed it, braver. We're thrilled to have co-founder and CEO Lydia Sayu joining us. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. We're so happy. And as we mentioned, I think the first time that we really got an introduction to Braver Media was in Toronto at Collision. Mm-hmm. And so impressed. I feel like we've been best friends ever since. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. We, we're finding ways to run into each other now. All the time. Yeah, we love yeah. to see it. So before we get into some of our prepared questions, I think maybe for listeners, because Braver is somewhat newer, but not entirely. So maybe mm-hmm. give us uh, the history of the, the company. History. Yeah. So interestingly enough, um, we just launched Braver June of this year. We rebranded. Previous to that, we were actually 360 Lab. So the story is uh, myself, my partner Brad, and our good friend Adam Cornick have been working together for almost a decade now, I'd say. And uh, Adam's a photographer. Brad and I work in the creative industry. My background's in design and photography as well. And Brad is a filmmaker. And the three of us had all been kind of freelancing Uh, over the years. And Brad and I started another company back in 2019 called New Brooklyn Media together. And that's a regular video production company. And we often contracted Adam to work with us. And the three of us did a lot of work in the tourism sphere together. Really great friends, get along amazingly. And we all wanted to future-proof our careers, essentially. Um, And uh, back in 2019, we had this idea. We saw an opportunity in the virtual reality space and storytelling in a unique new way. And uh, we just took the leap and actually went and pitched to Tourism Nova Scotia was one of our first clients before we even purchased the gear. Uh, We had this idea. We had this pre-established relationship with them. And uh, that that kind of started 360 Lab at the time. And Lab stood for Lydia, Adam and Brad. Oh, Yeah, we really loved the name. It was innovative, uh, represented the three of us um, suddenly. But there was actually a conflicting company in the U.S. that we didn't know about. That's 360 Labs with an S. So that's part of the drive behind the rebrand. But as you'll hear throughout the podcast, we've also adapted our services and evolved with the demand in the space. Mm -hmm. And that really, ultimately, now that we're reflecting back on it, I think that also drove the name for Braver and why uh, we decided to rebrand as well. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know the history behind the 360 Lab names. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love a good story. Yeah. Meaning behind a name. For Mm -hmm. sure. Very cool. Um, So are we ready to jump into some... Rapid fire questions. Rapid fire questions. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) Um, We want to get to know you just a little bit better. So maybe you want to kick it off? Okay. 
First question, Apple Watch or Fitbit? I'm an Apple Watch. Okay. Definitely. What about, okay, what was your best ever Halloween costume? Um, I did a pretty good Pippi Longstockings with my red hair. Classic. You know, I <laughs> did the hanger on the head and braids around it. Um, Jessica Rabbit. Uh, that, was a, that was a repeat. I actually did that okay. one three different years because that one was really successful. Well, that was a hit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. We'll need to see pictures. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well. <laughs> Let's just say the the (laughs) slit in the dress kept on getting higher as the night progressed. (laughs) I like that you play into the red hair. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Um, Okay. So if you had to give up one of these things, coffee or wine, which one would it be? Oh, that's not a fair question. (laughs) None of these are fair. Um, It probably would be wine then because there is other delicious beverages that could substitute wine but there's nothing like coffee <laughs> fair enough tea is not the same no no <laughs> for all you teachers. and we're on the nespresso train at home too oh and God. that's same. been a game changer it's just so frothy and delicious <laughs> so good yeah i love my nespresso i could never give up coffee yeah um last question we ask everyone this what is your favorite thing about living and working in nova scotia so what's not to love Um, I spent 11 years in Toronto and I was just waiting to get back here. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it's the culture and community and everybody just embracing each other and friendships and all that good stuff and living by the ocean. Yeah. Love it. I love that. That's a great answer. What's not to love? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree too. Okay. So now we're going to hop into the long form answers. Okay. So immersive and interactive video content. What does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah. So let me start at the beginning. So when 360 Labs started back in the day, um, we wanted to tell a more immersive story. And with that, we have two forms of the way that we film in 360 degrees and 180 degrees. And both of those video formats basically engulf you in one way or another. Um, Back when we started, we were mainly viewed through YouTube or a 360-degree platform and VR headsets. But we quickly found that we wanted to push past that, um, and that is what brought in the interactivity. So, you know, we're able... In a 360-degree scene, there's nothing to hide, so a viewer is able to completely immerse themselves and choose the direction they want to look at. There's nothing to hide. It's authentic. Um, They're able to scroll around with the use of their mouse or in a VR headset, turn their whole body around, look up, down, you name it. So an immersive experience is something that you're able to, what we like to say is like emotionally connect with what you're viewing, right? Rather than passively watching something, you're actually able to imagine yourself in that scene. Where the interactivity comes in, and that's what we launched in June, is being able to actually choose your direction or your adventure. So you could be in the middle of a 360 degree, I'll use Sable Island as an example, because we went over there a couple years ago with Parks Canada. You're able to be at their um main station which is where their um building is and where they meet after they get off the plane 
And I could have buttons in the 360 degree environment that says, I want to explore the beach, I want to go check out a shipwreck, or I want to go see the wild horses. And the viewer is able to actually click on those and decide what they want to go to that'll teleport you to the next scene. So it goes from a passive viewing experience to an interactive experience. And we find that's much more emotionally engaging, very interactive, and you're able to emotionally connect with a sense of place without being there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at Collision, um, I think it was with the headset, we were able to go mm -hmm. to Sable Island. So that was so, so cool because we were up in the, I think it was like an aerial shot. Yeah, we had a drone. We have a 360 drone. Yeah. And I don't know if I'll ever make it to Sable Island. Yeah, I'm exactly. even allowed to. So yeah. that was cool. Um, and you were also had Peggy's Cove up that we could visit. So um, to me, and you've mentioned it a couple of times, like tourism is an industry that this would be you know, a game changer for, but like what industries or clients do you think this kind of content is best suited for? So really your imagination is the limit to how this technology can be used. Um, we're finding it, it a very valuable tool for tourism. Goes without saying, you can imagine yourself visiting a place and get a sense of place before you even arrive. But the power of it for a recruitment and an onboarding uh, tool is also massively valuable. We're working on a project with Healthy Picto County right now to help support their doctor recruitment efforts. Cool. And it's giving those that it's actually going to be released next month. Um, it's giving those that are watching it a sense of the community. They're going to see the playgrounds that are around the community, the beaches, get a sense of how long it takes to get from one place to another. Uh, they're able to see inside the hospital facilities, inside the private clinics. So it's it's helping them want to move here mm -hmm. and picture their life here. Um, for onboarding as well, imagine having staff from across the country and you need them to understand this specialized piece of equipment in one location. Well, you can send them this video so that when they do arrive on site, they're going to be familiar with it already, right? Or day one is going to feel like day 10 to someone new on a job because they get a sense the lay of the land before mm -hmm. they arrive. Um, economic development, you know, we've got big dreams of creating a whole virtual Nova Scotia at some point where users can decide, do I want to explore Yarmouth, Pictou County, Annapolis Valley? Do I want to understand what the lay of the land is if I want to grow my business there? Or what job opportunities there are or what cultural facilities. So it really is applicable in so many ways. Um, I would say right now we're really focused on tourism, economic development mm -hmm. efforts and recruitment and retention. I think that's really interesting because uh, tourism is such an obvious one you think of immediately mm -hmm. of kind of an inspirational use yeah. of the technology, but there's a really practical use for it as well. 100%. That can be applied across really any, any And industry. like there's another one that we're working with right now is actually a commercial developer. So before their building is even built, mm. we're working with the company that does the renderings for them. And people are able to have virtual walkthroughs with little Easter eggs hidden throughout their experience. So they can turn the lights off and on and understand what the unit looks like in the daytime versus the nighttime. Cool. We have our 360 drone out off of the 12th floor of where the balcony would be so they can imagine what their view out their window would be looking like with the movement of the harbor and everything like that outside their window. 
or we can even have a magazine laying on the coffee table in the living room that someone can click on and open up and see a full PDF as well. So wow. Yeah. I know. It just seems like that's the so cool. Opportunities yeah. are really endless. It's really exciting. Um, and I guess I guess it's kind of our next question, too. But um, when we talk about marketing, because one of the examples that we got to see at Collision 2, which I think was one of the most impressive things for me, was when um, we were in a little I think it was in Yarmouth. Was it a leather shop in Yarmouth? No, um, that's in Picto. Actually. Oh, it's in Picto. Okay, yeah. So a little um, leather. shop. Yeah. Tabitha's. So, Tabitha and Company. Yeah. And she's sitting there working on a piece and there's like the leather shavings falling to the ground. It was just so like interactive. Mm -hmm. And I think if I'm, say, online shopping, I live not even in Nova Scotia. I could live in New York City and I'm buying a piece. Like it's nice to connect, like have that. Well, and this is how quickly this technology is evolving. So that video that you saw is actually in 180 stereoscopic. So when watched in a VR headset, it gives you that sense that 3D sense of depth, right? You actually feel like you can reach out and touch Tabitha and you felt like you're standing there with her. Um, But by enabling this content online now as well, we're actually able to layer in her store. So you could see a bag in this video, click on it, the product information could come up, give you more details on that. You could add it to your cart and purchase it right away. Mm-hmm. So adding in all of that multimedia into these interactive experiences too is what's really exciting. It's it's There's just so many layers that can be fun to explore. We actually saw um, this cool, our wheels were in motion, this cool experience online and it's, it's Drake's online shop and it's a computer-generated little world of his house and apartment. Um, It could be computer generated or it could be a 360 video, but you're actually able to get a sense of the space. So imagine layering in these Mm e-commerce or like clicking on the record player and choosing what song you want to have come up. So it's making it a lot more fun and engaging for the user. You're not just looking at it from a consumption perspective anymore. You're able to kind of have fun with it and play with it and yeah, really enjoy the experience. That's so cool. So the footage is one piece of it and having the, mm-hmm. the equipment to to do this, but who helped you or did you do it all in house, like with the technology side, like now converting that to like an interactive, interactive website? Yeah. So we've been really fortunate enough to partner with a company. Uh, they're actually based in Germany. So they're our main software provider. Um, it's really just a tool it houses all our content, it stores everything up on the cloud, but we're still designing it from the ground up, every single element, every single button that's embedded into it. So picture it almost like a Photoshop, right? Mm. For these interactive worlds. Um, You know, could we make that software ourselves? Probably, but why reinvent the wheel here? Mm -hmm. Our partnership is really amazing. We're actually the only ones in Canada with the licensing rights to the software currently. Um, And so we're trying to use that to our advantage. Yeah, totally. So we talked about a few different applications. You know, Tabitha was an example, and you just mentioned uh, Drake's website as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious, um, what role do you see virtual reality and interactive video playing in the future of marketing and brand promotion? Yeah, um, you know, I'm sure we've all heard about the Apple announcement. They're coming out with their new VR headsets. It's going to be widely adapted in every single home. It's just a matter of time. It might not be in the next two years, but actually at Collision the year before, Mm -hmm. it was all about VR headsets. Right. This year's hot topic was the AI stuff. The previous year, it was all on VR headsets. 
and they made a prediction then that within five years, pretty much every home will have them. The Apple headset's insane. The price point's ridiculous. But, you know, as the technology is advanced, it's going to become more uh, adoptable for um, consumers and everyone's going to be able to afford them. But even now, uh, on the Oculus store, there's or on Oculuses, there are um, YouTube VR, and there is 360 and 180 commercials popping up for brands all over the place. Where I saw one for, uh, I think it was a ketchup ad, where the hot dog was in 3D stereoscopic, <laughs> so you felt like you could reach out literally and take a bite of the hot dog. It was super cool. So um, you know, it's it's forming that emotional connection with your audience as well. So if you are fully immersed in these experiences, it's just a stronger way to get your audience's attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's such a funny image when you think of like, <laughs> yeah. when people thought of like the future in VR and then it, in reality, it's like just us grabbing fake yeah. hot dogs. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, too, like think of movies and storytelling and everything like that. Being able to feel like you're part of the scene of a horror movie, how cool is that? Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to decide, you know, Netflix has those um, episodes now where you can kind of choose which direction you're yeah, going. You know, there's yeah. going to, it's, I think it's just going to continue to advance. And that's why we're really excited to have several years under our belt now because. Mm -hmm we've really taken the time to perfect the little things like the height of the camera, what's the comfortable distance for your um, subject to be from the camera so that people don't feel uncomfortable. What, uh, you know, if we're attaching a camera out a sunroof, is that going to make people feel sick? There's all mm. these little things like that as well, right, um, that we've taken the time to learn. And, you know, y is it a slow adoption? Maybe, but it's it's headed in that direction there's no question about it well and for me it was when I first was was on the braver website and some of the websites that you gave as examples at collision it was like I felt this moment of like okay remember what websites look like in the 90s kind of and now it's like if you go if you go on to one of those websites you're like that's not what I want to see yeah and that's how I feel like it's almost like the future right 100%. Like it's going to eventually be like this is what people expect when they go to websites yeah. you know yeah. and I don't think it's going to replace traditional websites for just information. Mm -hmm. But this is the great thing is traditional websites are embedded as part of this experience. It's mm -hmm. still part of this mm -hmm. world. It's a pop-up that lives in this 360 space. And right. um, it's allowing you to educate your audience that much stronger because mm -hmm. they have every single resource at their fingertips. And they can, everybody learns differently or takes in information differently. So if somebody, you know, wants to a regular 2D video, then we can add that in. But then if somebody wants the old fashioned PDF to read through, that yeah. can be layered in as well. So it's really, you know, allowing people to learn at their own pace and consume mm -hmm. that content how they want to. And That's it's true. exciting because you don't need a headset necessarily to not at all websites, which is yeah, and that's accessible. yeah, and that's one of the things we're excited about explaining is people think oh they're going to need an app or a login or there's none of that required with what we're doing it can be viewed on any device we could have a giant touch screen display at an airport that tourists can explore a region with before they head off to their destination or someone with a laptop or mobile device can be exploring just scanning a QR code from a pop-up banner when they walk by, right? Mm -hmm. um, VR headsets is an elevated experience, but VR headsets aren't for everyone. Some people get motion sickness. 
uh, claustrophobic, you name it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that uh, the content can be viewed across all devices just makes it that much more accessible. I think that's like the biggest difference, like yeah. the biggest takeaway from all of this. Yeah, and it's a barrier, right? Totally, yeah, and, yeah, and people think, oh, VR content, well, no, the fact that you can watch it across any device, devices, it breaks down that wall. Yeah. Yeah, so. and I feel like, at least for me, but like um, VR has sometimes been associated with like gaming, right? 100%. So it's hard to envision sometimes maybe the applications of what I would need a headset for if it wasn't for gaming. You know what I mean? Um, So anyways, but yeah, that's why I was so impressed by the website because you can just click through Mm -hmm. and like explore Mm -hmm. at your own pace, like you said. And yeah, yeah, and you can embed these different elements like PDFs or videos. PDFs, videos, we can have subtitles layered in different languages, toggle back and forth between French and English, kind of anything you could possibly want. And from the, your point with the VR headsets too, we have the ability to connect multiple headsets to one tablet device at a time. So somebody could be teaching a course mm-hmm. and have up to 25 people wow. wearing a headset. They can choose how they're experiencing it and go through it themselves. But the instructor has the ability to take control over and make sure everybody's looking at what they want them that's to see that's... as well. So, yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Wow. I knew I love you guys before, but every time I talk about it, I get so excited. Yeah. So cogs get going. Yeah. 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 Like, um, it's it's no surprise that uh, Braver Media was nominated as a finalist for our Best of Tech Award at our Tech Forward Awards. So tell us a little bit about how that makes you feel and kind of what that means to you and, and the company. Well, I'm probably jogging your memory here, but uh, 360 Lab was nominated as a provincial spotlight the year before as well. So the fact that we are a finalist two years in a row, like, wow, how exciting, how lucky are we? Also, looking at the other companies that are nominated how we made it on the list with some of those were just like it's incredible and inspiring and to have that recognition um you know we were nominated both years by two different clients um and the fact that they really believe in what we're doing you know speaks volumes um and and we're just so proud and excited to be included in the tech sector here it's really inspiring we've got a lot to learn but Everybody empowers one another. Everybody's collaborative. We all, you know, that's one of the things I love about Nova Scotia. We all want each other to succeed. There is enough opportunity for everyone out there. We we don't have to, you know, we, we it's all about collaboration and yeah. help build each other up. And we hear that a lot, too, um, the collaboration aspect of our tech community here. So it's really nice. It's really nice to hear that again. Yeah, yeah. it is. Okay, so as we mentioned off the top, you're headquartered in Pictou County in Glasgow, um, to be exact. So what do you love about operating your business there? And what advantages come with, you know, having a business in rural Nova Scotia in particular? Yeah, so... We moved back in 2021. Prior to that, we were in Dartmouth, um, and Adam and actually one of our other team members are still in Halifax. So we love the fact that we're a bit, we have the ability to hop around the province easily and kind of mm-hmm. split the team as needed. Pictou County, it's funny, my father's listening mm-hmm. to this. When I had the idea, actually it was my sister, sent me a post a house that was up for sale there and she was like you know during COVID this might be the time for you to make the move back and my father you know he's got a lot of background in business he was in the legal field for years and years he's my mentor and totally inspiring but at that time he was like you know all of your clients kind of expect a city 
you to be based in the main city area and mm-hmm. in the metropolitan area. And I was like, I don't think so. Everything is switching to virtual. All of our client calls are over this thing called Zoom or Teams now. Um, and he was questioning it. But now that we're there, it has broadened our reach. Mm-hmm. We're now kind of able to hop around a lot easier. Um, the community in Pictou County is just phenomenal. So we had great supports here in the city. But as soon, like I swear, within the first week we were there, people were like, what can I do to help you? How can how can we help you grow? We started out uh, as an Ignite tenant there and uh, Ignite, the Chamber of Commerce, Mentorship Plus, uh, Invest Nova Scotia, massive, like all of those partners like that are literally in the Ignite building and there to help you figure things out and problem solve and help network and connect you to the right people. Um, and that's exactly what happened. So that, you know, we, when we moved there, we only had one employee at the time. And now between both companies, there's six of us. You know, we're still a small team, but we've hired on uh, two more people in Pictou County since we've been there. Um, and we've also grown the business enough that we were able to purchase a building this year. And we wouldn't be able to do that here. You can't, uh, I mean... Maybe some people can, but mm-hmm. like we bought a whole building yeah. that we can operate out of. And that's really exciting. Um, and, you know, we're a classic example of trying to break down those barriers of just because you're rural doesn't mean you're not doing something creative and innovative mm-hmm. and, you know, breaking those stereotypes that we can do more and, and location doesn't matter. We can do anything that anyone in the city can do. That's so true. And I think a really good example of that is, you know, a few of us went to the Ignite summer party, end of mm-hmm. summer party, and like that place was packed. It was. <laughs> I was like, I think the whole town is here. Yeah. Like, you know, we host a lot of events and we have, some, you know, a really great community here as well in the city. But there's something about that like small town community mm-hmm. that like everyone was just there. 100%. It was a party. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's truly like that's the community there, whether it's for work or life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are there to support you all the time. You know, like I have trouble with childcare. Well, guess what? My next door neighbor messaged me and was like, I'll do it. It's yeah. it's just like everybody just wants to help you at all times. It's it's amazing. That's lovely. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, and I was just going to say, add to that, um, it translates on social media as well. Like I can tell Pictou County Partnership, mm-hmm. the Chamber, um, as you mentioned, yeah. like it's just, you can tell that it's a very supportive community. Yeah, the partnership, and I, I'm sorry I missed them earlier because they're, they're a client, but they're also a massive supporter. They have these programs just like Ignite and some of the other organizations does. But, uh, you know, they organized a focus group for us when right before we uh, launched our rebrand, specifically to give us feedback on our positioning in the market. And we were able to kind of test the waters before we went live. I didn't, you know, I, I was part of other similar organizations when we lived in the city. I didn't have the same attention there. Uh, here that I I have there because it's personal relationships there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You're changing the stereotypes of small town living. I love that. Yeah. 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 And there's no, like, we wouldn't change a thing. It was the best thing to happen to both of our businesses, 100%. Love to hear it. That is great. Okay. So, so that is the end of our our formal questions. Um, Now we just open the floor to you. Is there anything coming up or that you want to talk about um, that you're excited about? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd love for people to check us out and follow along our journey. You know, we're evolving as the tech evolves. Um, we're really excited. We actually just got invited to one of the major VR headset players headquarters uh, in New-, New York City next month. Cool. Um, and that, you know, is going to put our name out there with other players across North America. We're excited for that networking opportunity and everything as well. The fact that we are recognized for what we're doing to be included. There's only 75 people across North America invited. Wow. Um, So that was really, really incredible. Um, And I feel like, you know, we're still educating people on the possibilities with this technology. But once you get it, it just, there's a switch, right? And the possibilities are endless. If you have a creative idea or if you want to collaborate or just brainstorm what something a project could look like. And that's the thing. We're trying to remain flexible to people um, on how they're rolling it out. If they want to test it with a small pilot, let's do it. Let's Mm. experiment. Let's do something creative together. And you're really going to get, you know, we strongly believe in the relationships and having that personal connection with our clients. So we're going to give it our all um, and uh, have some fun in the process. Definitely an exciting yeah. time. So. so cool. And congratulations again on the nomination. Yes. Thank you very that much. Is, well, I guess not even just the nomination, but being a finalist. So, yes. Yeah. And thank you so much for driving down today. This was a great conversation. Yeah, it was a blast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to All Hands on Tech. Interested in learning more? Visit us on our website at www.digitalnovascotia.com. We'll see you next time. This has been a Podstarter production. production.